out. Now you witnessing a survivor speak. I done messed around and went viral right from my driver's seat. Just like what the industry was containing. I'd rather make a difference instead of hating, complaining. So let me park the whip. It don't matter, rapper or model chick. Seeker or comedian, perfect. Let's park in politics. Hey, let's park in politics. Welcome to the pullover. Let's park in politics. Hey. This the pullover, let's park in politics. I say this the pullover, let's park in politics. And we are live. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing today? Today is Saturday. Yeah, kind of wonder why I'm on on a Saturday, right? It's because I am at home chilling into my new home studio. As you guys can see, the little race chair in the back. You know what I'm saying? And I got my little setup. And I'm also checking, uh, testing out my new perfume that I got from my soundboard. So I'm hoping that I'm sounding a little bit better, a little bit crispier, a little bit cleaner, I guess. Uh, Felicia, how, how, how am I sounding right now? You are sounding fantabulous to me. <sighs> I can hear you loud and clear. Oh, that sounds so good. You you you, <laughs> you hear the little you hear the little radio voice, the little bass, a little bit of bass on top of my voice right there. Absolutely. And it sounds great to me. Uh, thank you very much. I really do appreciate it. I yes. appreciate it. Welcome to the Lockout Men Podcast. Everybody. I am uh <laughs> this is where we park in politics with all our guests. I am your host, Lockout Men. Very comfortable feeling like larry king up in this piece right now rest in peace to my guy larry king and rush limbaugh definitely uh two pioneers in the uh in the radio game um i am your host lockout man of course and today's well, hold on right quick. I gotta, I think I gotta go back and set it up. And today's guest is Felicia Fleming. Hello. He goes by the tag the crazy hair trucker lady. Am I no, the crazy? Crazy hair lady truck driver. Crazy hair lady truck driver. Yes. Where 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 did where did we get the name? I mean, I'm I'm looking at it, and we we all natural, right? Yes, we, we are we, all natural. All we, natural. We all natural. It's all mine, baby. All mine. We all natural. I. Yes. You know what? Before you before you before you go into, uh. Uh, answering uh, the pivotal question. Okay. Uh, a YouTuber did a video on the Gorilla Glue hair girl, and uh, he 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 sort of made a statement that I want to get uh, a female's perspective on. This okay. is what he this is what he had to say. Y'all are so into not looking like you. It's, it's to me, it's just a problem. I mean, I don't know if she has naturally green eyes because <laughs> I mean, it's like everything that is you, you're, you're, you're before the glue, your, your eye color, you don't want, you don't like your eye color, the lashes, you don't like your own lashes, the texture of your hair is it coming out your head, you don't like that either. 
the only reason you ran into this because if you was just you know uh being you and just wearing your hair natural that's why the people the natural movement was such a good thing i thought it was a good thing even though people was quasi not really natural they're unnatural naturals but that's all the conversation What's what's your uh, what, what's your thought on that uh, on that comment? He says that uh, he says that it's not you. You know, if you don't if if you don't go natural, you don't you don't like your lashes, you don't like your eye color, you don't like your hair. What, what's your thoughts on that? You know, uh, sweet man, I'm I have to really really co-sign co-sign on with what the brother said because he's absolutely right. Um, I think it was. You know, a very, very extreme move um, using Gorilla Glue on your hair. But it says something about the culture that we live in, the society that we live in, that it has to be perfect and in place. And as a natural woman with natural hair, I don't care if all my coils fall into place. You know, I don't, I don't care at the end of the day if it's, frizzy on the end it's mine it's all mine it's natural and that's what natural is you know so i i kind of agree with him and it saddens me that that anybody would go to that extreme just to make sure hair is in place mm. i mean really now there there is some products out there you know hair glue you know that yeah. that, that that is washed you know that's supposed to be washed out yeah after, you know after a certain uh, certain amount of time mm -hmm. but um but here we have you know we have a young lady you know millennial well mm -hmm. I, I i can't even say she's a millennial i mean she's in her 40s right right, now. right. so we we have a culture of of the social media, uh, mm -hmm. clout, uh, uh, likes, views, and stuff like that. Uh, she claimed uh, at one point that she didn't come on. You know, she didn't come on. She she claims that she came on for legitimate help. But, yeah, yeah. But the way it was, the way it was played out. Mm -hmm. It didn't. It didn't seem genuine to 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 a lot of people, and including myself. I mean, you know, I'm 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 included in that because I I thought she was, I I I well, I I still stand by what I said. I, mm -hmm. I it. I think she was doing it for clout. Really? And, yeah. And then after you know after she went and and got her hair. Um, you know, got her got the glue removed by, you know, uh, 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 one of the doctors in Los Angeles. You mm -hmm, know, kind of mm -hmm. did kind of remove the glue for. Her. Mm -hmm. She came. She came back after after all of this. She mm -hmm. came back. She came out of this with a hundred, a uh, hundred million, a hundred million followers. Wow! On Instagram, over eight hundred million or uh, eight. Hundred, hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand, mm -hmm. whatever, uh -huh. on, on TikTok. Now she has a now she has a brand line. It is her brand line is called uh, Bonded for Life. Wow, um, are you yeah. serious? Yeah, she she has she has a brand she has a brand line called uh, Bonded for Life. You can uh you can go to her her store and get uh t shirts and stuff like that. 
you I'm can sorry go, about that. Oh no, you good. Uh you can, can go you ahead. hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Somebody called you. Oops, I can't hear you. Uh oh. All right. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to you're gonna have to back out and then come back in. Why can't I hear you? Uh because you Wait, have to man, back- are you there? Yeah, hold on. Hold on, y'all. Hello. Hold on. Hold on. I had to Hello. Oh. <laughs> Call me. Call, Call you me. on the phone yeah. is what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> I'm so yes. sorry. Let's yes. try this again. All right, hold on, y'all. Okay, what you're gonna have to do is go wait, hold on right quick. Hold on. There you go. All right, what you no, what you're gonna have to do is go back out. Uh, go back out and then come back in, but make sure you have your phone on Do Not Disturb. That's why. Okay, that's, I, took, I right. took it off because you were going to call me, but okay, I got you. Yeah. I got you. All right. Okay. Okay. Okay, hon. I'll see you in a Bye-bye. minute. Okay, hon. All right. Bye-bye. First thing, go first. You got to click back out. Make sure you click out. There you go. All right. All right, y'all. She's going to get her stuff together. And while she's getting her stuff together, we are going to take a little break. Right, she is back. There we go. All right, good. So, I just find it so hard to believe, and if it's true that she did it for the attention, uh, I am. I'm. I again. Mm. You in the in the beginning. I mean, Mm -hmm. in in the beginning, she she says that you know she wouldn't. Research and everything, huh? Yeah, when she, when she made the rounds of of you know of the talk shows and stuff like that, you know, letting everybody know that you know this wasn't for clout per se, mm-hmm. you know, not for clout, I guess. But a- after you know, after all this happened, like I said, she got over a hundred, you know, a hundred, a uh, hundred thousand, a hundred thousand views uh, on the video itself. Uh, hundred thousand followers now, so she's now certified, as you can tell by the check right here. And uh, now she has a she has a clothing line. Wow! Uh, you, know, bond, you know, bonded for life, and she has a uh, not only that, but she has a a, a PR firm. So, but there's uh, but there's characters that came out uh, that came out after her that's trying to jump on the. Uh, that's trying to jump on the wave. We got this guy right here. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a guy. I uh, saw that. Yes, I, I a think portion of it anyway. I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if it's a guy or a girl. Right, and I couldn't discern either. So this person right here, in my opinion, did it for the clout. Right, right, 
Right. Ain't, 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 ain't no way. Ain't no way somebody gonna be that and 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 pour all that in her in 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 their hair. Period. That's 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 my stance on it right there. Yeah, but but yeah. every but you know while while the type it, it just shows the type of society that we st- that we living in now. You know, we, we living in we living in likes, we living in views, we living in we living in trying to get that uh trying to get that viral sensation. Yeah. You know, we trying to get, you know, we trying to get, you know, we trying to get that going, but and by any means necessary, it's the sad part though. Yeah, it's exactly. that extreme and desperation to <sighs> have that attention. It is what it is, man. It is, yeah, it is. It, is. it really it is. is. And it saddens me, though. Um, and we were talking earlier about um, some some things I want to say to my sisters. And when I say my sisters, I'm actually, I'm not talking about my Asian women, my, my Chinese women, my Japanese. I'm talking about my black women um, on some, some things that I find really, really disturbing because y'all need, they need to hear it. And it doesn't need to be sugar-coated. It doesn't need to be dressed up. It doesn't need to be watered down. Um, it doesn't need to come from a place of competition or, or anger or bitterness. But it just it's just sad to me. Some of the stuff I'm, I'm hearing and seeing is sad. Do you, do you think, uh, you know, we, we, I, I come from a generation, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, I came from a generation, you know, listening to my grandpops, uh, what, you know, listening to my moms mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, I had my little my little stages, you know, when I was coming up. But mm-hmm. but, you know, I you know, the technology that we have today, we yeah. we, we, we didn't have that back then. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I had a I had a bike. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My, my my Facebook and meetup was at the at the corner store, you know, <laughs> the arcade. Right. You know, the time the time to come in the house is when the light when the street lights came on. Hello, okay. I you know I made my you know I I didn't make my money online. I made my money by going around the corner and and hustling the you know hustling the uh you know the the grocery store helping the people with their with their with their you know groceries and stuff like that but mm-hmm. with tell with technology today yeah. um i mean it, it just it it just changed the 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 whole format of stuff not understand me being an older guy because back then technology that my mom had at one point and then the technology that I had when I was coming up, mm-hmm. my mom didn't understand it. Like, right. why right. are you listening to this music or, mm-hmm. and, and why are you doing this and why are you doing that? But now I'm, I'm, I'm my mom's looking With at your, my son. Right. Right. Like, like, bro, what's, what is this? What is that? Back in my day, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> so, well, you know, um, and I think we're probably around the same age, um, and I'm not sure about that, but um, like you, I had a bike. I was telling a friend the other day that I begged my mom for a BB gun because I had two brothers, mm-hmm. um, was the only girl, and I, they were going to be getting BB guns, and I wanted one because I was a tomboy. 
Right. And she uh, had Santa Claus bring me girl. this um, holster set, which was really girly with two little cap, silver cap guns. And I'm saying, this is not what I asked Santa for. I wanted mm. a BB gun. So I guess that dates me a little bit to, to say as far as age is concerned. I have a 23-year-old son, and I totally get the gaming thing. Um, I totally get the different music. But I have to tell you that I have embraced some of the music that my son listens to. And it's amazing because I'm going, oh, I really, really like that. And he said, Mom, I knew you would. I knew you would like that beat. I knew you would like, you know, I may not like all the words because I'm like, oh, my goodness, every other word is a profanity. It's a curse word. My goodness. He said, and this is what he says to me. You got to get past the words, Mom. Don't don't listen, listen to the to words. The don't listen to the words, Mom. And so now I feel the music, you know? Yeah, but um, you know, you know, you know, we we we're the same age. We we came from a time where where music was fun. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We yes. we came, we came from if you only knew. You know what I'm saying? We we came from we came from uh beat it, you know, Billy Jean. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If I was your girlfriend, uh -huh, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. You know, Big Luther, Little Luther. Oh, yes, you know, yes. The, the aggressions of uh, you got, you got, you got what yeah, I need. What I need. Uh -huh, you, uh -huh. know, you know, Lakeside. You know, we came, we came from, we came from an era when, when the music lasts. That yes. they they have the song, and then they go into the instrumental. And then yes. they come back into the song like yes. two minutes long. Yes. We they they they, they don't know. No, they really they don't. don't. They don't. Well, know. and you know, my son thankfully has embraced a lot of my a lot of music from our era. Well, and I embraced a lot of it from my mom's. Uh, my mom played Al Green every Saturday. Okay. Mm. Al, Al. Al Green. Man, that's. She that's... went from Al Green to James Cleveland. Cleveland. And my grandmother would say, well, how in the world are you going from gospel to rock and roll and back and forth? But so I know a lot of that old music. Uh, Otis Redden was my dad's person and uh, Sam Cooke. And uh, well, Frankie Beverly is my guy. That's my favorite guy. Mm, um, Frankie Beverly and, uh, and, and May. And May. Baby, that's what I'm talking about. Them happy feelings and Man, all that great. Yeah, I want to thank me. you. And oh my woo. god, you you taking me, you 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 taking me back. To, <laughs> that to, was to, music, to, baby. To the good old days, you yes. know. Yes. Even early, even early hip hop was yes, still, yes, you know, was 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 the thing too, man. Uh huh. Because I'm Curtis Blow, and I want you to know that these are the breaks. Yeah, no, baby, man. that's what I'm talking Mel, about. Uh, Melly Mel and the Furious right. Five when they actually told you how life in New York really was. Was right, <laughs> right. If right. you if you're a tourist, you don't know what it is. <laughs> well, one nation under a groove. Oh, one nation under a groove. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, whatever flashlight. Flashlight. Uh, that's a uh, parliament and funkadelic. Isn't that something? Mm -mm, mm -mm. And it has it has longevity. You know, uh, you know, rest in peace to uh the Prince Marky D, man. He yes, I heard he, that he just passed. Yeah, I heard that. Sleep you in know? peace, man. Sleep in peace, yes. 
I mean, it's crazy how you know is is is. I I know is, you know we 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 we're not we're not here to to last. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're, we're here yeah. to last. But it's just it's just it's it's it shouldn't be a shock, but it's shocking because we haven't heard of them in a while. Like like uh like Rush Limbaugh, he just passed. Right. And. <laughs> And he was battling, you know, health problems. Right. Lung cancer, I think I heard. Right. Since Mm -hmm. he's been out of the limelight for so long, Mm -hmm. you know, just to hear the name is like, damn, really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, just Mm -hmm. like last year when when Sean Connery passed. I'm like, damn, really? I know. It's like, you're not supposed to die. (laughs) Right. Right. So when so when you know it's it's more shocking now uh of Prince Marky D because he was so young. He I was, was gonna still, say what he was in his fifties. No, he was in his forty something. No, he was in his fifties. Oh, was he in his fifties? Yeah, he was oh, like, I thought they said forty something. Yeah, he was like fifty something. Okay. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, you know, when when we hear <clears throat> when we hear, you know, like if you're young, it's more shocking. But if you like old, like in your in your 80s and stuff, yeah. Like that. As a matter of fact, uh, the 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 porn king, or one of the porn king, uh, Larry Flint just passed, and okay. he was in his he was in his 80s. So, oh wow! But he been out of the limelight. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just shocking to hear their names. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You know, like wow, like. Man, where where they been? Where mm-hmm, they been? Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of uh, speaking of going back, uh, mm-hmm. life before trucking, uh, Felicia Fleming, <laughs> what uh, where, what what would you do? What was you doing before you got into the truck? Well, I have um, have a bachelor's degree in accounting, mm-hmm. and I was three courses away from my master's degree in professional counseling. So, did some coaching. Um, and I was actually, uh, I was at home being a wife. I was at home being a wife and then I had a life transition. Hmm. Trucking is something I've always wanted to do. Like when I was in my twenties, me and a girlfriend said, Oh, we're going to become lady truckers. And well, she got pregnant. And so I said, well, now we can't take no baby on the road. You know, oh, what are you yeah. doing? You messed up the plan. So life happened. I had, I, you know, married, had, well, vice versa. Let me, let me get it correct. Cause I don't want nobody calling me out on it. I had a son. Then later I got married. Okay. Um, and so when my life changed, I begged God, I said, oh my goodness, I have the time now please bless it. Let me do it. Please let me do it. And he said, okay, sweet girl, I'm going to let you do it. And so at 50 years old, I got into trucking school. Mm, okay. So we, so you, I mean, in your opinion, because it's, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, out here saying like, what, what, what is a good age to, to get into trucking? I, I got into it. I got into it at 45. Okay. I, I, mean, I, I got into it at 45. I, I've been wanted to get into it, but mm-hmm. of course, like you, life happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 
fine, you know, financial stability happened as well. Because mm-hmm. when I did my research, you know, back then trucking uh, schools was a lot. Not, um, yes, yes. But, uh, but when, you, I came in at forty-five. You came in at fifty. Mm-hmm. What, what is what is a good age? Is, is it is it what's too what's too young and what's too old? Well, I, I mean, and I'll just speak for me. Had I come in probably at, and I was telling somebody this the other day, had I come in at 25 or 26, I might not be having this conversation with you today. Mm. Um, I don't think that I was mature enough to be out on the road, seeing and doing everything that happens on the road. Because trucking is really a lifestyle of it of its own i mean it's mm-hmm. an animal mm-hmm. all by itself you know um i want my son to to fall in love with it but he ha- he doesn't want any part of it say you you only have you you only have the one son i only have the one son me me and you in the same boat i, I know only, right i only had i only had the one son and i you know he he graduated with his bachelor's degree last year mm-hmm. of course covid happened so yeah. pretty much pretty much put a falter on on a lot of on a lot of stuff mm-hmm. but uh i i mentioned to him you know i was like yo bro uh you you want to come on out here and get your license he was like no nah, dad nope. <laughs> i get the same thing I don't know that there's a good age. I think it's it's just dependent on the individual because you have a lot of twenty something um, people that are mature, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think that you have to be mature to be in this business because it's, yeah, it's serious. Um, maybe I wish I'd done it in my thirties. Maybe I would have been mature enough to handle it at 30 Um But it is what it is. I'm having the ball. I'm having the time of my life. I never imagined at 50-some years old, if someone had said to me, you would be a truck driver, you'd go off and see 40-some-odd states in a little bit of time, and you would have, I never would have believed it. So what? So what? What? What made you? What? What made you seek a career in trucking? I mean, what was? What was? What was the dividing force that got you into it? I think that when I was um, when I was younger and we would travel, um, I would see all of these big trucks on the road, and I would get really, really excited when I saw a woman driving that big truck. I don't know why, but I did. And I was like, ooh, that just looks like something I want to do. And I've always had just a natural desire when we would do vacations after I got my license. Um, I always wanted to drive. And I love driving. Okay. And it just stuck with me. Even though, I like I, I said, I did life. Things happened. It was just something in my heart that says, I'm going to drive that big old truck. So. Uh, hold on, right quick. Let me, uh, let me, let me go here. There we go. Uh, so did you, did you get your, did did you get your license from a school or did you get your license from a a trucking company? I got my license from, can I say it? I got the school. Um, 
um, Millamot here in Charleston, South Carolina. Okay, okay. Um, mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, it's so funny because um, my instructor has my picture up on the Hall of Fame or the Wall of Fame. Because <laughs> um, I'm kind of a little celebrity. A celebrity oh, okay, that's what's up. That's what's Isn't up. That that is something. Congratulations on that. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Congratulations on that. Um, so tell, so tell me, uh, you know, after you know, you after you got your license and uh, you know, you got with your, you know, got with the first company that you had to go out and train with. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me how the training process went after you graduated out of out of CDL school with the first company. Um, well, I've only been with two companies since I started. And okay. I started with, can I say them too? Yes, <laughs> you can. I started with Swift. Okay. I've been with that company because my um, mentor was going to be a guy that I had gone to high school with. So I've known him for... 40 years at least, okay? So he convinced me to come over to Swift. I did my, uh, it was 200 hours that you have to do on the road with a, with a trainer. On the right. Road. And then you go out on your own. Well, I, the first trip that I took on my own was May the 11th of 2019. And I drove from Greer, South Carolina to Laredo. How did you? Them, right? How how did you first first? How did you get over your fear of of driving by yourself? And and do you still remember the 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 first truck the first truck number that you got? Uh huh, I do. Um, eighteen eighteen fifty five. Okay, okay. <laughs> and how how did you get over your fear? I if any. Well, uh, yeah, I was scared going out by myself, but I made that trip with my mentor umpteen times, right? Because that was that was the route that he did. We did twice a week usually, um, so I knew how to get there. I wasn't afraid of that. It was just a matter of being in the truck all by my lonesome, and I just got the guts and I said, if I don't do it now, I'm not going to do it. Now, being you know, you're a lady driver. Um, of course you out here by your lonesome, but we had, you know, we had a few lady drivers that, you know, that kind of, you know, went home, unfortunate, you know, due to unfortunate circumstances, um, rest in peace to, uh, to, to a lot of the lady drivers that, you know, that, that decided to, you know, take their own life. Um, first question is, uh, can trucking put you in a depressive state? And the second question is, how do you ha- how how do you manage your mental ability to to not be depressed while you're on the truck as a woman? Well, I, I don't know so much that trucking in and of itself can put you in a depressive state because for me, it was quite soothing for me. Um, as a matter of fact, it gave me a lot of peace. Um, it gave me a great opportunity to uh, commune with God and to really, really realize there's something much bigger than me, mm. much, much more powerful than me. So it really, really drew me closer to Jehovah God. Um, All right, hold, hold that, hold that thought. 
your volume just went down. There you go. I can hear you now. There you go. It's not like you was holding the speaker. Maybe so. Maybe go. my hand was in the wrong place. Okay. There you okay. go. I'm there, sorry. There you go, Miss Felicia. All I'm right. sorry. Um, you left off on the where you said God got you. Yeah, and you know my prayer, um, sweet man. Every time I, I I left to go out on the road was Jehovah, please go before me and make my path straight. And that did that didn't just encompass me driving on the road, but that meant you know me encounter some somebody who perhaps maybe wanted to harm me out there on the road. Um, but I never I never was so fearful that I I said I ain't gonna do it. As a matter of fact, sometimes the fear propelled me to do it. And I just kept moving and I had to work through the fear and say, you know, God bless this thing. If he blessed this, he's not going to let me fail at it if he blessed it. Exactly. You know, it's so important. One, people need to get permission from God. Don't just go out there willy nilly and wanting to do your own thing. And you got to get his permission because if he gives permission for you to do it, you, you're gonna be okay doing it now what do you well, say what do you say what do you say to people that 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 don't believe that route you know like well you know, i that mean don't, that don't believe that route well and there are people that don't believe that route. well look at the fruits of your labor hmm. okay look look at how it's worked out for you i mean you know what i'm saying right. um if you don't believe it just look look and see how it, how it's worked for you i know without a doubt um, LaShawn, that there were times and situations that I encountered out there on the road and it had to be God. I knew it had to be God. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. So I would just say to anybody um, who wants to do it, who's afraid of doing it, get his permission first and foremost. Um, and if he bless it, go with it. Use common sense. Exercise good common sense. Don't walk around the truck stop at night, ladies. You know, once you shut that truck down, uh, secure it with your seatbelt. Make sure you're safely tucked in your, that. this is my house, you know. I don't go to bed with my doors unlocked in my house. So why would I do that in my truck? Mm. Use common sense. You know what I'm saying? Don't what? parade yourself around the truck stop with uh, with booty cutting shorts on, mm. and then get offended when a guy says, "You know, hey, you want some company tonight?" Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, let them know quick. Uh, I'm not coming to your truck, and you ain't coming in mine. This ain't no tea party. I'll talk to you all day out in the truck stop, but you're not coming in my truck. Okay. Okay. I mean, so you just gotta you gotta use some common sense. What do you? But you know, some of the ladies that you know that that you know that that does that, mm-hmm. of course, is you know, of course, is their thing. You know, shout mm-hmm. you know, shout out to them. No, you know, no, no shots fired or anything like right. that. Mm-hmm. But, but um, God damn it, stop that. What, I mean, <laughs> what do you? What do you, I mean? What do you? What do you try? What would you try to say to women that's you know that's number one that's in this male-dominated industry, mm-hmm. and you know and they try to you know make a name for themselves whether on social media or you know or to themselves. Mm-hmm. 
what would you what what would you try to what would you try to convey to them? For me, um, I'm not a man. I don't want to be a man. I don't do trucking because I want to be a man. I do trucking because I'm a woman and it's what I like doing. Mm. Um, so don't get caught up in, oh, it's a man's world. This is what men are supposed to be out here doing. Just keep, your safe, keep yourself safe doing it. Um, I have mad, I have mad respect for the men who, um, hold it down, who do this job It's dangerous. There have been so many great men that I've met in trucking that, you know, if, if I was having a problem with my tandem, a brother was over there going, Hey, you need some help. You know, you need some help. But a lot of women, and this is sad because we have this I don't know what it is going on. Oh, I don't need your help. Well, let me tell you, if I need help, I don't mind saying, yeah, sweet man, could you help me close this door? Could you help me move this tandem? Uh, we're all on the, we're all on the same team. We really are. You know, so I, I mean, I just embrace whatever's out here. I mean, I, found with women out in the trucking business they're not as nice and kind and gentle as most men are mm -hmm. and i think that's pretty sad because when i see a sister i'll be wanting to throw up the deuces and go hey girl what's going on they ain't having it and then mm -hmm. i'm not saying all of them but there's a lot of attitude out there with with women truckers you think you you think they got that attitude before or after trucking and do you think they got that attitude because of of all the all the attention that the men bring to them well and i would i you know i initially thought i said well maybe it's a defense mechanism you know if i got attitude i don't have to worry about anybody bothering me um that's what i initially thought but then if i got attitude i might not have to worry about nobody helping me if i need help too right right so I, I just think I don't know. I don't I don't know that the 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 attitude came with trucking or before trucking or after trucking. Um, but I, I did see it. And it saddened me. I, it really saddened me because I feel too with the women, we on the same team, sister. We we just out here trying to take care of our families. That's what's you know? up. That's what's we're up. We're just, I mean, let's show each other love. I'm all about showing love. You know? Exactly. But, I, I, I feel you. That's why I, that, that's why I give you guys the platform to, to, to do the damn thing. <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm a fan, I'm a fan of all women uh, mm -hmm. that, that doing their thing in trucking. Mm -hmm. How, how, how long now between, now you say you only been with two companies and mm -hmm. uh, the first company was Swift and everything. Mm -hmm. And you know, you said why you went over there. Not too many people is uh fond of Swift, but I don't that have that is gonna be my first love forever and ever. Amen. I don't have a problem with Swift. <laughs> mm -hmm, I, me know, I, I think I think Swift as a company is is probably a good company to start with. Mm -hmm. but I, I think it's just uh maybe the trainers and stuff like that that might mm -hmm. have that might have the that might have the problem. Um <laughs> 
between between uh Swift and and your current company, mm-hmm. you know, between the two, how how many uh how many miles you think you put in so far? Oh mercy, I don't know. Because and I tell you, I'm local now. Um and when I was was with Swift, I was of course OTR. Um, and I would be gone from anywhere from four to eight weeks at a time. Some of it by choice, though. Um, now I run local. On average, about 450 miles a day. Okay. 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 Now, lo- now, now, but now when you left Swift, did you, uh, when you left Swift, uh-huh. uh, what was what was it that you was looking for in the next company? Well, to be perfectly honest, this 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 job landed in my lap. I wasn't I was looking, but I wasn't actively looking for another job. But I had a situation. Um, well, in the Holy Spirit, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go there because I believe in God and the Holy Spirit. So. The Holy Spirit said to me, I was out in, I think it was in New Mexico. And it says, I need you to go home because you need to be home with your family because something's going to happen. And initially I thought it was going to be something with my mom um, or one of my aunties. And and it was my auntie. She passed away on my birthday in, um, last year, but... When I heard that message, I I put in an application to the company that I'm with now because of a friend that works here. He kept bugging me. You need to come over here. You need to come over here. You need to come over here. So I put the application in. I never called to check on the application. Shame on me. But the young lady called me and said, you know, this is what I got. And And I wasn't looking for local at the time. I didn't even think local. Um, I said, well, I think I'd like to do something regional, maybe where I'm home every weekend. And she said, well, I got this one position I got to fill. She says, you're home every night. You're mm. off on the weekends. And mm. this is the money. And I said, are you serious? And she said, if you don't like it, you can always go regional if that's what you want to do. Now, let me ask, let me stop you right there. Because uh-huh. a mm-hmm. lot of people, uh, a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, says that there's no money in local. It pays my bills and I have extras. <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people say there's there's no money in local. They they tell you to go, they they tell you to go OTR and that's where the money at okay. and stuff like that. But but the, the, you 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 making the same amount of money that you you was making while you was OTR by the sounds of it. I make more money local than I made OTR. Say say what? I make more money local than I did OTR. I'm home every night in my own bed, and I have two days off. It was on for us Saturdays and Sundays. Now I have Sunday and Mondays off. Mm, hold, hold up, hold, hold, hold up, Felicia. Yeah, mm-hmm. hold up, Felicia. Don't believe the lies people be telling. Don't believe the lies people be telling. There, there, so you telling me that there's 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 money in local that that you making more money that you made. I mean that you made while you was OTR. Yes, I make more money now than I did when I was all over the country. There, there you when are. When I was out on the road for four to eight weeks at a time. 
So what? So you you will say like I've been saying. Mm-hmm. Do your do your research. There you go. There you go. And you know it's so funny too because I believe that what God has for me is for me. And if you know, I just I just gotta keep saying it. I gotta keep saying it because even people that are with the company that I'm like, well, how you get this sweet job? How you get this sweet route? Because what God got for me is going to be for me, baby. Say, well, they ain't never offered me that because it wasn't for you. Mm. It was for me. This was for me. So, if if they want to stay on the road, I mean, and make more money, God bless, but I'm completely content. Like I said, I'm home every night. Um, I'm off two days a week or weekend. I make more money. I'm more at peace. It's just a, I've been blessed, baby. I have really, really been blessed. So being so over, so OTR with, uh, was with, because uh, mm-hmm. you only been with two companies that, mm-hmm. in, the, in the current company where you at, what was mm-hmm. What was, if any, if any, especially with Swift, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot, but what was some of the craziest, scariest, or most bizarre uh, things that you experienced either on the road or at a truck stop? Well, and I think that right now we're seeing weather as one of the, the well, craziest things. But I wanted to do a, we- uh, a winter out on the road. I... I know that's crazy, but I wanted to drive in the snow. I wanted to see what that felt like. I needed to know how to do that because it could happen. And I wanted to be prepared for that. My mentor said, girl, you crazy. You better get off of that road in the wintertime going out to Utah and Wyoming and all them crazy places where it's snow. How am I going to learn how to do it if I don't do it? How am I going to know how to do it if I don't do it? And then I was a mentor at Swift. So how am I going to try to teach a student how to do that or talk them through that if I have never done it? How hypocritical. Mm. So I think, and then I, well, that's one of the, I guess, more, more, more challenging thing. Now, some of the craziest stuff I've seen, of course, we've all seen the people who, who are not trucking, but are doing, well, sketchy stuff. You know what I mean. I got you. I got you. <laughs> All right. Teddy, the trucker is in the building. Uh, t- uh, trucking tips. What's going on? Welcome to the lockout man podcast show. Everybody, uh, Tasha Westside and, uh, Teflon Twan. What's going on? Teddy, the trucker has a question. He says, how many years of experience do you have to get with, uh, with, with your i guess your current company with the company that i'm with Mm -hmm. how many years of experience you need for that well you know i've heard so many people say to be local they usually require three years experience i haven't been driving a truck three years so maybe it's individually based um my record was clean i never had an accident um I, so I can't give a number on that, but I don't, I, I, I don't know. Well, I, you know, I, the few people I talked to so far that's, that's doing local and doing mm-hmm. all at it, mm-hmm. it's more, it's more on the line of who, you know, instead of what, you know, mm-hmm. 
you know, I mean, mm-hmm. you, know, you 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 just said it yourself that you know this this job just fell in your lap from a from a friend of yours. So yeah. it's basically who 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 you know, man. And that's mm-hmm. and that's kind of crazy that uh that's kind of crazy that 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 it is you know that yeah. it is, man. So all right, so. You, 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 you've been out here. You're a woman. Uh, you, you're a woman out here. You, you know, especially with Swift being, you know, OTR and all like that. And uh-huh. you also touched on it a little bit. But um, do you feel that uh, uh, the it's a two part? So do you feel that is trucking safe for women? Absolutely. I, I mean. Yes. Okay. I mean, it, it's a safe. I used to work at a bank many years ago, many moons ago. I could have been robbed at any time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can't live your life in fear of what could happen, but you have to prepare yourself and be safe and use common sense. But I don't think it's any more dangerous than any other profession. Um, other than the fact that you're driving, but you drive to the grocery store in your car. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, we're driving up to upwards of 80,000 pounds of equipment. Um, and you have to respect it. You just have to have mad respect for what you be what you're driving. But I don't I don't think that you're in danger being a female trucker. Okay. Um, you might be in danger being a female trucker if you're not if you're not using your head wisely. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So how 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 safe do you feel out here? Why why you out here doing the damn thing? If I didn't feel safe, I wouldn't be out here. Period. I wouldn't be out here. I mean, granted, there are days when I, you know, and I'm sure a lot of uh, truckers feel it. Some days you feel so comfortable in your seat. And some days I feel like, okay, this seat don't feel right. My steering wheel don't feel right. My mirrors don't look right. None of this feels right today. But I'm not scared. You know what I'm saying? And when I feel that way, I said, okay, I need to be hypervigilant today and keep my eyes focus on everything you know but you can't be you you can't be petrified and want to do this and i had a young lady with me one time who was really really afraid of driving the truck and mm. excuse me and i but i said and i'm gonna curse because that's what i said damn it girl you better drive this truck if what? this is what you what? signed what? on for right. drive the damn truck how how did that how did that experience work out? Oh, it was scary, but now she is a wonderful trucker. She's out there doing her thing, and I love the fact that she got over it. She had to move beyond the fear of it, of it though, and I wasn't going to give up on it because I could see it. You know, I was like, you made so many sacrifices to come out here and do this thing. Don't let fear send you home. Mm. Come on, baby, do it. How if difficult? It, how difficult is it to to train another woman? 
Um, I, I didn't have any real problems. I mean, you have conflict, but I mean, it's not like you are on the truck fighting and pulling each other's hair out. Okay. I've had more issues with men. Um, mm. Well, I no, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. I think that sometimes, and I would always say, do you have a problem, if it was a guy, do you have a problem taking instructions from a woman? You know, in the beginning, in the, in the beginning to be, let me tip on that. Mm-hmm, I, I, mm-hmm. I, think, I think in the beginning, he'll be like all balls to the wall because yeah. he wants to, you know, he's just now getting into it. And it's just, yeah. and uh-huh, like uh-huh, uh-huh. But, then, but then when y'all really get into the meat of it, then he'll probably start having issues. Oh. With after week number two usually mm-hmm. when uh oh i i know what i'm doing i got this okay <laughs> uh, oh 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 okay okay well well but what we're not gonna do what we're not gonna do is have you kill me out here exactly you know and i think it's because you know one of a guy told me this a guy trucker told me this and i never really really thought about it this way he said, you know, I think women are better truck drivers because men don't really have that fear. We don't we don't we don't have that fear of thing that you guys have that says Mm-mm, you better not do that. That's stupid right there. Don't don't go down the road flying like that. I mean, it's just so you don't have the fear. And I said that that kind of explains it in a sense, you know, because although I'm not like petrified. There are some, certain things out here that scare me. Most men, it, it, they don't feel that way. Not unless something happens specifically. You know, like they uh, hydroplaning on some ice. You know what I'm saying? But just right. driving naturally on a, a nice sunny day down the road, guys are like, I'm going to hit it. I'm going. You know, they don't have the fear that most women have. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but you know, the girls on my truck, the women that that I mean, we got along well. We butt heads on certain things, and uh, I I think that's just that's life, though. What? So this is over. I, I'm assuming this is over at Swift. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. you that you did your stint and training. Mm-hmm. How long? How long was it before Swift asked you to be uh, a? Well, it was probably about three to six months. And I said I wasn't going to do it because I wasn't ready. I hadn't, I, had, right, I hadn't done and seen enough stuff on my own to do that. No, I'm, I can't be responsible for somebody else because I have to get this down, you know. Um, so I think I waited until I was in a year before I actually certified to be a mentor. And and there were still things that I was still learning. I'm still learning things now. You know, I'm still a rookie to some degree, but I have spoken with a lot of veteran drivers. And they say, well, damn it, girl, you done done and seen more than I have. I ain't never driven in snow before. And I'm going, what? You? How long you been trucking? I'm in, in the trucking business for 25 years, 30 years. I never driven in snow before. Mm. Wow. Or I ain't never drove to California before. How many times you been there? You know, so I don't necessarily think it's the 
it is the time it is the time because i want to give respect to the veterans because it takes it, it takes some endurance and strength to be out here for a long time so right. i don't want i don't want to minimize that but we could all learn from each other you know it don't have to be oh you know you a rookie you don't know nothing oh okay because we can learn from each other we so really, really can. So basically what you're saying right now is just, just cut down the, the, the competition. Stop stop being competitive and just just be there for one another. Absolutely. I mean, I've said it before. We, we should be on the same team because at the end of the day, we all want to be able to provide for our families and go home safely every day. Exactly. That's what's up. That's what's up. Let me ask you. Uh, this is this is this is kind of crazy, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, after you know, after you get you know, after you came in, you look for what you wanted uh, as far as a job. But now, now that you're in, what 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 should people do? Uh, what what should people do? Or be doing to prepare themselves for uh, for trucking? Well, they have to go to trucking school. We already know that. Don't go in there thinking that you know anything because you don't know nothing. Absolutely positive. Well, I didn't know. I Well, I can't speak for anybody. I didn't know a thing other than I wanted to drive that big truck. I didn't even know how to hook it up. <laughs> you know, I mean, and, and people take for granted that, that, that that's all easy stuff. How hard could it be to hook the truck up? I mean, if you don't know, though, you don't know. And you have you have to be humble enough to to listen and learn. I was just so willing to listen and learn. I couldn't even. This is how bad I was with Sean. I couldn't even do a straight line back. I was back at that thing, and my trailer was all over. Oh Lord, where my trailer is? What all over the place? No sway, swaying out. Yeah. And my instructor was like, "Catch it! Catch it! Catch it!" But you, you got to be willing to learn. You have to accept the fact. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. It doesn't make you dumb. You just don't know what you don't know. And you don't know that you don't know it yet. Exactly. Exactly. So, well, I mean, well, I just say stay humble and learn as much as you can. Don't be so big headed that nobody can say anything to you and nobody can teach you anything because you can learn anything from anybody. That's what's up. That's what's up. Felicia Flemings, everybody. God bless you guys. I, I love doing, I, I, I love doing, doing, uh, doing these shows, man, because I, I love, I, I love the energy. I love the, you know, to know the background and and to and to network and and just to find out, like you know, uh, the experience and the, you know, and all the stuff that you have went through. I I appreciate you coming on today I and uh, sharing all that with us. You know what I'm saying? So I really do appreciate that. Um, you know, do you have any? Uh, do you well? Do you have any social media? Because I, you know, you, me and you is around the same age. My mm-hmm. mom, my mom's in her in her sixties, and mm-hmm. I literally set her 
her Facebook page up today. So like, she, she stayed away from Facebook for years. Don't like it. Don't like it. Don't like it. But unfortunately, the church that she's with mm-hmm. is utilizing Facebook, uh, Facebook Live, and okay. And the only way she could get involved with it is that she had to go in that way. But um, do you do you have any uh do you have any social media? Uh, I do have Facebook. I am on Instagram. And we were talking earlier. I'm gonna do a. I did some YouTube videos. Um. And I just didn't stick with that. But I'm going to do a YouTube video, um, especially to speak to my black sisters. Um, Especially to speak to my black sisters. Not only about trucking, but but about some other stuff. Give a little bit of prelude of what you want to get out there for for the sisters. Um, Oops. I I want them to understand that There are good men out there that are not making bukus of money. They're just ordinary guys handling their business, decent, respectful, faithful, loving, kind, and gentle. And if you are that woman who is, I mean, you're hooked on a number, you're making the pool smaller for yourself. Because first of all, we already know there are more women to men. Now you're going to to introduce to the table. You only want the man who's making mega bucks. So now you've you've almost isolated yourself from that from the scene. So I just want sisters to stop being so. Mm, I don't want to say unreal, unrealistic. I just want them to keep it real. I just don't, I want them to respect and honor our black men because there are some good black men in the world. And you know that there are bad apples in every ethnicity, in every race, but the only ones that get called out are who? Who, who, oh, who are they? Oh, okay. So I just want to talk to them just as, as a woman. All just right. woman to woman. All right, all right. I'm so uh, sorry. See, you done got me all fired up. Oh man, when you got <laughs> when you get when when you get that uh when you get that YouTube video working, definitely uh definitely let me know. But we uh let me see. Teddy the trucker just uh just stepped up in the building and he mm-hmm. says he says he's going to Swift in Greer, South Carolina. That's my home, baby. Woohoo! Yeah, he said he's going to try <laughs> stick it out and uh, try OTR, then regional, and then see how it is. Shape World is in the building, and she disagrees. She disagrees with you. Okay. About. She disagrees with you. She okay. says uh, she says lies, not true. About what? Uh, probably might need to give them a need to give her a minute to uh oh, okay. to to uh to respond, but okay. uh, but that's before I try uh before I end the show, mm-hmm. but um, I you know I I agree that there you know I I agree to a certain extent, mm-hmm. uh, but let me let me ask you let me ask you what you what what you think about about this quote right here. Mm-hmm. 
Hold on, very quick. Um, fraud, but like like rapping or like dealing with media or like shit. Like Hold on, very quick. Okay. You ain't fuck with no nigga that working nine to five. What I don't know fuck? why. I just need a fast money ass nigga. It don't whoa, necessarily whoa, have whoa, to be whoa. like drugs or like fr um, fraud, but like like rapping or like dealing with media or like shit like that. Just like get you it. want a nigga with no. So what? Like, what are we, like what? if I come to you and I need some shit, I don't need you to be like, well, my check come on Friday. Fuck that. I need you to get that shit right now. Like so, I feel like it depends with the nine to five. Everything. Like if you nine to five. So she says she says that she can't deal with a nine to five dude. She says that she needs she she needs to do she needs to get money type dude right then and there because if she needs something she needs it right then and there. Okay. What what's your thoughts on that? Is she working? Mm. I I don't believe she is. Well, she needs to go get a job. Mm. <laughs> I mean, she needs to go get a job. <laughs> I mean that's real to me. If I mean if you have those type of demands, then you need to have a job so you can get it right when you want to get it. Because you're making your own money. <laughs> Ooh, Lord, see. Wow. <laughs> uh, Shape, Shape World came back and she says that mm -hmm. no no good men, especially in trucking. Well, I never said that they were all in trucking or not in trucking. So you mean to tell me that every man that's on the road is a no good man? Really? So that that's the young lady who says lies, lies, lies. Okay. So all the good men are in boardrooms. All the good men are uh, playing on their yachts. I mean, really? There are good men and bad men everywhere in every race, in every career, in every, on every level. Wow. See, that's the mentality that isolates us. That's the mentality that don't get us a good man because we don't believe that a good man exists. So we all go to the table with these attitudes like, oh, well, you should be really, really glad to be having lunch with me, to be taking me to dinner. Really? Mm. He can take 30 other women. It's kind of like Baskin Robbins. How many flavors? Mm. Anywho. Well, I I tell you what, we 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 definitely got it. This 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 sounds this sounds gonna be pretty good. So you you say you're gonna start yourself a YouTube channel. Definitely, definitely let me know what it is. They ain't gonna like me. They ain't gonna like me very much. But I mean, mm. I don't care about being liked. Let me know what it is. And I would definitely <laughs> promote it. And I would, you know, I'll definitely have people come over and, uh, you know, like shape world and, uh, other, you know, other people to come over and, uh, subscribe to you and everything. Well, thank you. I appreciate you so much. I'm humbled by the invitation to be here. It was a blessing. Thank you so much for, for doing that. Extending that offer to me. Well, I, I appreciate you taking the time out because like I said, you know, we, we set it up. You know, we've been set it up and then we set it up on Monday and then, you know, and then all of the ongoing. Yeah. Yes. So you still out there driving and you still out there busy. And I do appreciate you giving uh giving the time for me. 
And uh, I'm about to go in and let you go so you can go in and get back at it so you can get. Yeah, baby, I got to go grab this money, honey. Yes, yes. The crazy, what is The crazy hair lady truck driver, baby. Crazy hair lady truck driver. Thank you, Rashawn. God bless you, man. Natural hair. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming on, and I'll talk to you in a bit. Okay, honey. Thank you. All right. That is Felicia Fleming's The Crazy Hair Lady Truck Driver. (laughs) You guys know how I do it over here. I'm like Muhammad Ali when it comes to names. I'll be like, what's your name? Oh, okay. My my bad. My bad. I had to, I had to pick your name up off the ground right quick. And like, yo, my fault. Yo, hey, how you guys liking the sound? I'm. Ugh. I I had to I had to go, and uh, I had to go and order uh, an essential part for my uh, for my soundboard, and uh, this little piece cost a grip man i mean it it cost a little it, it cost a little grip it's uh it it's called a cloud lifter i don't know i don't know if you guys you know well for i i say probably the only person that probably understands what it is is my son because he does a lot of you know he does a lot of sound engineering and stuff like that but um but uh i was on i was on youtube and i was you know i was going through uh going through videos that had my soundboard and i was looking for i was looking for uh, a video that has that has the update because i got to i got to update it soon and then i came across uh i came across the update which i did and then i came across this right here and they was like, yo, grab a cloud lifter. Your sound will be better. It'll be cleaner. It'll be crispier and all like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Teddy the Trucker. Right. Right. That's what he's saying. It says it's crispy, clear, and clean. That's what I'm like. The three C's up in this mug, man. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, as always, that's... That's what I do over here. You know, every every little thing that I that I do, you know, for the channel is the 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 try to make the channel a little bit better. You know, now that I'm now that I'm at home on the weekends, I, I did say at one point that I don't that I won't do my live feeds from home uh because you know I'm I'm trying to enjoy my day, but Right now, I'm I'm empty nester right now. My son's not here. My mom's not here. So what I'm going to do but to jump on with you guys right quick and hang out and do, you know, do a couple of interviews. So that's what I'm going to start doing, you know. Plus, I I spent all this additional money on the desk, the the green screen, the, the key light right here. And, you know, I already had monitors galore. You know, I just... I just needed a desk, which is real nice, by the way. And I got a boom arm coming too because it my, you know, I got a I, I brought another mic for the out man. This is a four hundred fifty dollar mic right here. I got two of these mugs now. I got one in the truck and one right here. That's oh man, that's crazy. That's crazy. 
I can't wait until I get my refund check back. <laughs> oh, man. Can't wait till I get my refund check back. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining me on this episode of the Lockout Man podcast show. Thank you very much. Thank you to uh, my special guest, Felicia, for joining us today. If you like content like this and more, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share, hit that bell and that all button. But if you're up in the building today, let's see where we at, man. Let's see where we at. Uh, come on now. Oh, okay. I, I just see the light just went up. So make sure we get these lights up before you get up out of the building, man. You know what I'm saying? Hook a brother up right quick. So, you know, if it's like 10 of y'all up in here, make sure you guys just leave me 10 likes. That's about it. So I appreciate it. If you guys like it more and y'all want to join the community, like my man Kurt right here, you know what I'm saying? Highway Kurt in the building. Yeah. If you want to join the community and give me some coffee every day, do that. You can do that, man. I'm trying to see, I, I think it's what, $1.99 or some shit like that? Yo, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. Um, on that note, everybody, thank you for being here. I really do appreciate it. And um, and yeah, we're going to come back at it with, a, with another one. As a matter of fact, I do got another one. I got, I got a couple more to do. Plus, I got to do the make the calls uh, follow-ups because I'm down to the last one. You guys definitely want to be there Monday because Monday's make the call spawned a lot of controversy i i got a call from i got a call from the re, i got a call from the recruiter well not a call she she hit me up in the uh in the messenger saying that she didn't like uh she didn't like the way the call went and then i got a call from the general manager so yeah that part so be on uh be on the lookout for uh for the AFC call. Uh about to get on up out of here, D Nitty. So later. <laughs> so just be on the lookout for that call, man. And I'll probably, you know, I probably might come back later on this evening. I'm gonna see if my guy drill sergeant is available. And then we probably might get up uh get up into another one later on tonight. You guys take it easy. I'll holler back at you later. Peace. This show yeah get it in. Yeah. Now downshift.